Get your day started right. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikhesa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. So some 12 minutes after 7 is where we're at this morning. And of course, we are moving along by to our next feature rather. Now, earlier this week, the city of Cape Town announced that they could no longer foot the bill for illegally occupied buildings. Um, the homeless and those displaced by urban transformation have occupied Woodstock Hospital and a nurse's home near the VNA waterfront for years. Uh, in Defuna Kwasi's reclaimed the city campaign staged the highly publicized um, event was March 2017 with stalled plans for social housings at both the city-owned Woodstock Hospital site as well as the Helen Bowden property near the VNA, which is owned by the Western Cape government. But also in recent times, we understand um, that some of the residents now are saying, especially when it comes to the Woodstock Hospital, they have been accusing the city of planting law enforcement officers um, outside to intimidate them as well. But to flesh this all out and see exactly what is going on online, we do have... um, Joining us, Malusi Boy, MAKO member for Human Settlements, as well as uh, Bevel Lucas, the house leader at the Sissy Ghoul House, known as the Old Woodstock Hospital. Good morning, and thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us. Good morning, and good morning to the listeners. So, of course, thank you. only a pleasure. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Boy, as well as Mr. Lucas. Bevel, let's start off with you by understanding. It's been, I think, a good two years since we last spoke in terms of what is the situation playing out at the old Woodstock Hospital right now? Well, right now we've seen that the law enforcement officers have been conducting themselves as some kind of military army operation in terms of wanting to impose themselves on this community that lives here. We have made it very clear in our engagements with the city officials who have been engaging with us that we are quite willing and happy to cooperate with them. But they need to understand that this community has a voice. This community has views on how things need to be conducted. We've invited the said Mr. Malusi boy into the occupation. And up till the time of having invited him, he has never uh, taken up the offer. He rather conducts interviews on the outskirts of the um, occupation. And that's purely because he and his cohorts believe that we are invaders, we are illegal uh, occupants. Be that as it may, um, that we have taken up a vacant building that stood vacant for more than 20 years All right. and have made it a home for over a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what has he done and the city of Cape Town okay. for these people sure. that have occupied this particular mm. place? Beverly, let's give Mr. Malusi Boy a chance to respond to that. Mr. Boy, sure. welcome. And of course, you know, we know that the old Woodstock Hospital has been earmarked for years now in terms of, you know, redevelopment, perhaps responding to what Bevel has just said. Uh, Woodstock Hospital, I think, over the, uh, over the years has been earmarked for some development. But what has subsequently happened in the uh, last year and a half, when I assumed office uh, as a MACO member in the city of Cape Town, I then expedited the issue of development of that particular precinct, which led to us fully now acquiring that site from uh, Western Cape government, uh, which Public Works had owned. Now, last year, uh, city of Cape Town had received documentation that now it fully uh, owns that particular precinct. Uh, 
It's for that reason that we have taken ownership of the building and making sure that we have our law enforcement officers. Why do we have law enforcement officers? Firstly, the building has been hijacked. One, two, we need to make sure that we adhere to the court order that we received in January last year. What does that uh, court order indicate? It indicates that there should be no uh, further people coming into that particular building, no more furniture, and we have a stipulated number of individuals that are supposed to be in that building that we have in the court order. For that reason, that as a city of Cape Town, who are now the new owners of the building, to make sure that any person that is that is within that particular building is reflecting on 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 the on the list that is uh, an outcome of court now any other person who's not in that court order would have to vacate immediately on that side okay. what, because what has happened now through this hijacking of this building is that more and more people are being uh, taken in uh, by by Ndifunukwazi and the people who have hijacked the building and then a lot of uh, things that are happening uh, in that building that has been reported. And okay. we, had to, we have to make sure that there's law and order. Okay. In relation to the fact that, if I can conclude, yeah. in relation to the fact that I've not been on that side, I've been on that side more than three times. I've taken engineers. Having said that, Mr. That Mr. Boy, having I've, said that, what engagement, you know, have yeah. you done with those residents that are based uh, at Sisi Ghul? Um, Bevel has just mentioned that you have not entered the actual premises. I've, is that I've true? Ended. This is what I'm trying to explain. I've entered the building three times. I've taken engineers. I've even had uh, a, a walkabout with, uh, on my second interaction in that building with people who, were, who, were, who have identified themselves as part of the leadership in that uh, Woodstock Hospital. Right. I've done a tour to, make, to, to see the status of the building. And, some of the, uh, and part of that building is not supposed to have people who are residing in it. Okay. So now... I've, I've, Melissa, if, if I can just come in. I don't in know who's interviewing. Yes. No, sorry, there too. It's uh, myself, Gulam, oh. and then we've also got Sabra here okay. with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I just wanted to get clarity on one thing quickly: is that Bevel had made um, the comment earlier where he said that there was no meeting, there was no consultation. Now I understand that you're saying that you've been there to the premises, you know, on three occasions. But what, when I'm listening to you talking about, you know, going on a tour, going there with engineering, you know, um, I, I, I need to understand whether or not there was consultation with the people that are in the building at the moment, the residents there, have you ever had a meeting with them? Let's put aside the engineers, let's put aside, you know, the touring that needed to take place and law enforcement and all that. Let's put all that aside. Did you have a meeting in form of, of a consultation with the residents? Well, I've, I've, I've never had a consultation. I've never had a public meeting with them. That's but a problem, I've had sir. A meeting, I've had a meeting with but the leader. You've never asked for a hold public on, meeting. Hold on, hold on. Meeting. No, no, no. Bevel, himself no, no, no. to engage with us Bevel, really Bevel, What is the difference okay. between... Let me take Bevel off air quickly. Melissa, you were saying, make a comment. No, no, no. I was saying I've never had a public meeting with uh, with with that entire community. What I've uh, what I've had a, a, a discussion with was the leadership of that community, and which subsequently, after meeting them, they then took me to a tour around that building. Okay, let's put the tour aside for now, Mr. Boy, and just understand that in terms of Bevel, we will come back to you for comment um, before we do wrap up. But just in terms of getting the answers through from the city, um, 
You want to use the old Woodstock Hospital for redevelopment. Obviously, social housing um, in Cape Town, you know, is an issue. Uh, we have a backlog. We have a waiting list, etc. Some people mm. have been waiting all their lives for housing. Um, in terms of this entire process for redevelopment, has public participation taken place? You know, have we done what we what needs to be done to get this going? Also, with regards to the city now calling for eviction of these people, there's a pro- eviction process. You know, at what level are we of that eviction process? You're saying you've engaged with the leadership. You have engaged with residents or the public for that matter. Perhaps, you know, telling us about that. Public participation is a process with which we'll engage once that developmental process has started. Now, we have not even reached there. And this is what I was trying to explain. What what will what will happen now with our, our engineers and our consultants they are doing feasibility and assessment on that building to make sure that it, it's, uh, they are able to report to us on how we can develop that particular site. From that process, once we have all the, uh, on the data and, and, and the planning methods are in place, we'll then be in a process now of public participation where we engage the community, not only the community uh, who's residing in, in, in Woodstock, mm-hmm. but the broader community, because the receiving community needs to be consulted on the matter. Okay. That's why it, 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 it's not an, a, mm-hmm. a small issue, but sure. it's, an, it's, a, yeah, it's a process that we would, would, en- would okay. engage in, and everybody would be allowed to, 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 to engage on that process. Mm-hmm. But Mr. the Boy, most let's, important let's, thing let's for allow us is to, to make sure... Let's allow Bevel to respond at this point in time, and then, of course, we give you a chance once again. Bevel, um, your response to Mr. Boy. If Mr. Boy cares to consult with his officials that have been engaging with us, he would have known and would have been able to answer our commitment to engage with the city. And we have always declared our willingness to engage with the city about he is in possession. The city has paid professional engineers to undertake a scientific uh, examination of the site. It's called the Sedoni Report, Mm -hmm. if he wishes to know more. He can ask his officials for a copy of the report, and he can be informed about what those engineers have said about this particular site. So we have been willing to engage and have expressed our interest in engaging with the city about the future of the site. Right. Um, now, we'll get to the future of the site. Bevel, I want to know if the city, you know, does succeed in perhaps getting a court order for the eviction and this eviction process does start and, you know, the residents of C.C. Ghoul are now given no option but to leave, where would you go? Well, firstly, let's understand the eviction process. We, too, have a right to respond mm-hmm. and we will certainly uh, be responding once we have received that uh, intention from the city. The city knows its obligations in as far as um, uh, affording people alternative uh, accommodation. accommodation. So they know that process. Mm. And the office that they have made of Blackisdorp and Wolverine doesn't exist anymore. They themselves recognize mm. that that is no longer an option. Okay. So by, by engaging with us, we will be able to then see where and how we can accommodate those that would not be beneficiaries of any development on the site here. 
All right. Now, just to understand, Mr. Boy, in terms of the future of CC Gould House or the old Woodstock Hospital, um, you know, once a redevelopment does take place, you know, the current residents, you know, will they be beneficiaries of this particular piece of social housing, so to speak, or would they now go on to somewhere else? And would you then go through um, that list that we know is already existing at this point in time? And are these beneficiaries at this point on that list? As a city of Cape Town, we have a database that we are following mm. uh, to make sure that people have uh, uh, are using it to access housing in the city. Now, we will not allow queue jumping, but we will make sure that if if people do qualify and they've been waiting or they've been on our waiting list uh, for many years, obviously through that development they'll they'll participate. But what we will not allow is now that we have we have people who have been long on our waiting list and we had we have we just get new people who just do chew jumping and want to hijack buildings and then just uh, overnight they get housing opportunities it doesn't work that way but also we will get guidance from the court it's for that reason that we're seeking guidance uh, from the courts on how we're going to take the matter forward we'll, we'll present our case before the court and indicate the options that are before us and make sure that we get the determination. But what I need to emphasize, which is, is not being answered, what has happened uh, to the people who have subsequently moved in to, the, to that new building? Because that is, is not being answered. Because we have an, a list of people who are, who are part of our court order. Now, all of a sudden, we have more than 1,000 people on that side. Where are they coming from? Who brought them in? Now, there's an issue that our law enforcement are being uh, is, is bullying people. It's not the case. Our law enforcement is making sure that there is law and order. I mean, there are behaviors that are not uh, allowed in that. People are playing music and having parties throughout the night. That's a community. Okay. We can't allow such things to okay. happen. Uh, Bevo, would you like to respond to that in the, with your final comment? Yes, absolutely. Look... Like any community, we do have unsocial behavior, but it's nowhere near the impression that Mr. Boy is trying to present. We have a form of leadership that attends to that unsocial behavior. And of course, we, we do have challenges uh, in respect of that. But like in, in any community, it's a minority. It's an insignificant number of people that engage with this type of behavior. Secondly, we have a significant number of people that can uh, show evidence of being on that database that the city so lovingly uh, claims to. And people are are, um, um, constantly engaging to to establish the information that they are on the database and that they have registered themselves for uh, any form of um, uh, public or social housing. So there are quite a significant number of people that are residing there that have been displaced as a result of gentrification, as a, as a result of, of um, um, higher rentals in the area. Okay. So we're not talking about people that, that have not been affected by city council policies within the confines of the city. Mr. Bevel, let's leave it at that. I want to also just go to MAKO member um, uh, f- um, for Human Settlements, uh, Melita Boy, as a closing comment from your side, sir. We've seen that land grabs happening all across the city, the most recent one happening out in Delft as well. And, you know, this has been reported quite often. Would, uh, would you be looking into this as well? 
Well, we 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 have a court order that we we're dealing with uh, w- that we are cha- we are busy challenging uh, in Bloemfontein at the Supreme Court of Appeal uh, that has been uh, granted to social uh, South African human rights. Uh, uh, so we are challenging yeah. that uh, court order because it prohibits us from uh, dealing with uh, these land invasions. But once we 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 get that relief uh, from the courts, we'll be able to take action against those. Great stuff. Let's leave it at that. Malitza Bimoika, member for uh, Human Settlements, and of course uh, also Bevel Lucas, the house leader at the Sisigul House, uh, the old Hoodstock Hospital.